So the 26th Poetry Africa Festival is closing today in KwaZulu-Natal at the Center for Creative Arts. It's the 26th edition. I mean, that's just unbelievable. And there's going to be a picnic in the park, a poetry picnic in the park at the Botanical Gardens, and that's taking place from 2 p.m. And it's going to be a picnic of words, and a diverse, you're going to open that big poetry basket, and there's going to be these words, those sounds. It's going to be marvelous. And on the line, just to give us a taste of how we should be thinking and feeling. Lebo Mashile, yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm so glad to be talking to you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I always want to talk to you. You know that. It's just oh, and like... I always want to talk to you, too. <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm thinking of this idea of a big basket of poetry, and then you oh. take it out, and then you start to eat and taste these words. Tell us about what uh, people are going to get this afternoon. So, I mean, we have had a week of just every night is a bus of poetry and not just poetry but you know the 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 activism the intention the love of justice and truth and um the the content of this poetry uh, of the 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 work that these artists across countries across generations the the poets who have been invited together to have been invited to be here um we share not just a love of language, but a love of of, of, of of values that are centered around the transformation of the world that we live in for the better. Um, and it's been a privilege to be here every single night. Uh, the curation of this festival has been magnificent. Um, so to, today's really special because the people who come uh, to the Botanical Gardens get to see every single poet that has been at Poetry Africa for the entire week. Um, all of us get to do one poem. Uh, so you get a sense of, of, of who everyone is, but I think more importantly, you get a sense of the values that Poetry Africa is about, and I think that's what distinguishes it at a festival, at, as a festival. So, Lebo, you know, we've been talking and we spoke about it yesterday as well. We were talking about the concept of the arts. Oh, and I have to tell you, our women uh, rugby team, the Springboks uh, in the Women's World Cup, it's just looking, we just scored and now they, Fiji have just scored again. It's like gone from, it's 1917 and there's literally, I think, one minute to go. So I'm just going to take a breath and move on. Lebo, oh, if my we, word. <laughs> no, exactly. If we look at... Um, the role and the power of words. Mm -hmm. It's not just what the words say, but it's how you can say those words. I mean, actually, that is the power of a word, is that if there's so many different angles one can take that experience from. How do you use that in your process? That's such, a, oof, that's such an interesting question. I mean, poetry is this, this dance between language meaning, rhythm, and, and languages, you know, languages like, it's like, the, it's like cooking. You can, <laughs> you can have, you know, we, we can go to the store and buy the exact same ingredients and come home and use 
those ingredients in completely different ways, in a myriad of ways. You can cook the same dish and add different spices and it becomes different things. Um, language, I think, I think this is what makes poets also dangerous, is the, is the power and the potency of language, is the ability to use language to both mask and express at the same time and have people have people return to those words and extract different meanings from those words each time, but also extract power, you know? Um, I think the job of the artist or the poet is not, like Nina Simone says, you know, to, to mirror your times, but also to say the unsayable, you know, to yeah. say the things that people are feeling that we're not hearing in mainstream media, that we're not being said by people who are in positions of power. Um, and I think, I think this is what makes the Center for Creative Arts so interesting is that, and so important as an institution that supports creativity, not just yeah. on this continent, but you know, so many kinds, so many different kinds of creative art forms um, and artists who are invested in them around the world. Um, these, these values cut across the films that they present at GIF and the, the dance that is presented at Jomba and the literature that is presented at Time of the Writer and the poetry that is presented at, at, at Poetry Africa. Um, I, 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 this, is, this is a, it's like a, it's like a dessert for everyone who loves language. If you, if you are a lover of language, and yet, honestly, even if you... Even, even if, if you, you don't. Are, even if you don't, even if you don't, the yeah. standard of the art form is so high at this festival and so inviting and so invigorating that yeah. I think, you know, even if you are somebody who, who was taught poetry like a lot of us at school in a way that made it like inaccessible and obscure and, and, and alienating, when you come here, you feel seen and heard and, and the words make an impact on you. So it's a bit like making audible and visible what um, many of us are feeling. So it's, it's about making an, exper an internal experience audible and visible. At a time like this as well, when we are dealing with so much in this country, when we're, I mean, the, the, the aftermath of COVID around the world has exposed the fault lines of our societies. And I mean, in South Africa, this is manifesting as a leadership crisis, as, you know, water crisis, electricity crisis. I mean, we are, you know, it's, it, it, it's overwhelming. And when I think about my participation in this festival over the years, the poets of our country, the poets of, of the world have been telling us how we got here um, yeah. and, and continue to do that, continue to hold up a mirror to say, this is what brought us to this point. This is why we are a broken people and this is how we can heal. I mean, interestingly, you know, the, the truth telling is the medicine too. You know, mm. it is the elixir. It is the imagination. It's the vision. The 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 the, 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 the kind of template of dreams that we also need to 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 create the kind of society that we want. So, I think you know, and, and I, I think I, I've said this to you so many times. I think on the show in different ways and different forms that. Like you don't have to you don't have to be a poet or an artist to appreciate the arts. Absolutely. The arts are for everyone. 
and a deep appreciation of the arts will enrich your life and make you better at what you do, no matter what you do. So we need, you know, we need doctors who are poets. We need parents who, who love the arts. We need engineers who love the arts. We need politicians who love the arts. Um, so that we can expand our critical thinking and creative faculties as a society. Because right now we can see that there is a dearth of that kind of thinking. Um, and this is why we have the problems that we have. You know, at, in closing, I'm, I'm interested in what you were saying about, you know, how we shifted and moved through COVID. And I'm, uh, yesterday I was struck by this thought that, during COVID, we kept saying this is a time to recalibrate. This is a time yes. to shift and change. And then yes. we come out of COVID and I'm like, recalibration, that didn't happen. Yes. Uh, shift and change, that didn't happen. Yes. Um, we've gone back to so many of the old um, the old tropes. And it, that, that really scares me. It is terrifying. It's terrifying. I mean... We are living in you know, what, what they call on social media late stage capitalism, you know, this accelerated version of capitalism that we are living in and all of its kind of intersecting power structures and systems that make capitalism possible. And we're seeing how it's failing. I mean, to be in Durban also in the aftermath of all of the things that have happened to this province in the last year. Um, I, I mean, as, as, as always, they put us on the beachfront and we are able to wake up in the morning and hear and see the ocean. When you walk on the beach, you see dirt deeply embedded in the sand, not because, you know, of, of holidaymakers or merrymakers who have left dirt on the beach, which people do, but this is, this is dirt that was spat out of the ocean during the floods. During the floods, the people of this province, the people of Durban said, you know, when the floods happened, the ocean just took all of the junk that people and industry had thrown into the sea and spat it out. And and I feel like in many ways, you know, um, that's what nature is doing, including our bodies, including including us. We are we are spitting out, you know, this, this mm. junk. We are spitting out what's not working. It's exposing itself. Um, and, and we need alternatives. And we're desperate for change. And this is the, these are the kind of things that artists are speaking about. This is what these poets are writing about. So, you know, if, if, if you're walking around as a human being and you're feeling this way, um, you're not alone. And, and this is the power of art is, is again, feeling seen, feeling mirrored feeling like I'm not crazy in a world where the places that should be holding us, should be showing us back to ourselves, should be telling us and that what we are seeing and feeling is true, validating our humanity. In the absence of that, it is the arts that do that. It is poets who are doing that right now. And I would urge everybody to join Lebo and many other poets this afternoon at two o'clock in the Botanical Garden for a poetry picnic in the park. I just love that idea. And I keep thinking of that basket filled with words, overwhelmingly filled with words. Lebo, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Love to love, my friend. Thank you so much. It's Lebo Mashile. And just uh, thinking about what she spoke, there's a fantastic book that we should look at uh, potentially uh, reading. For, it's called uh, Reimagining Capitalism in a World on Fire. And it's written by Rebecca Henderson. It's a fabulously interesting book to read. Quarter to nine, you are with Word Domination.